0: This is an NN. Special Report. Now
1: reporting.
2: Peter Rosenberg! Is six. When the clock
0: struck six, it meant one thing.
2: <laughs>
1: now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever
2: that guy's name is. The of your show is number one? <laughs> that's not right is it
0: i thought he was coming in just who's the running
2: the board <laughs> that would put together and produce something to that effect what it was supposed to be run on tuesday to run now that doesn't make now. a whole lot of sense well i hope everybody enjoyed it because that is going to be the new intro when peter returns on january uh 3rd but uh no peter didn't just randomly pop on he is I'm not here. About. It is me, Anthony Pusick. Hi, everybody. Welcome to ENN. Coach. Ray Row. Just on Ray Row on this New Year's Eve. Eve, and I'd like to start by saying good evening to Larry.
0: Hardest thing in Butler for the K's.
2: Not only are their names not on the show, Ty. <laughs> now they're all lumped into being all of Michael K.
1: <laughs> so disrespectful.
2: I don't, I would never. First of all, I would never suggest Larry is ever disrespectful. Larry's one of the nicest people in this business. No, he is. But, as we know, when you make, I wouldn't even call it a mistake, when you have a flub on this show. You give you know a, a good lineup. Line. It does happen to... Uh, Mark Kanha?
0: Yeah. Uh, Gardo Escobar. Something like that. Thrash Vomit is their favorite group. <laughs> There's no such fan.
2: <laughs> the organizations
0: <coughs> change directions. Oh, no.
2: So, that happens.
1: Hi, Ty. Jumping through Inferno-laced tables... That Buffalo was the Bills, Bills. That
2: was earlier this week, right? With Dan. Bills
1: fans are crazy.
2: Yeah. Th- what was it? Seventy thousand Dave Rothenbergs.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> being in a stadium with that? With that?
2: <laughs> that'll scare the neighbors, huh? With
1: that lunatic.
2: <laughs> oh no, seventy thousand of them. <laughs>
1: seventy thousand lunatics. Who, by the way, if they all, if the team loses that game, they're all like not going home to their families. It's a lot of hotel rooms. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, a lot guys, of people walking the streets too.
2: <laughs> uh, it's been a fun week, guys. I've had I've had a lot of fun. It's been a good time. Ty, thank you for holding it down yesterday. You, Joe, Leo, Harvey, Cruz. How was that? Was
1: it fun? We had a we had a blast, man. Uh, unfortunately, Syracuse lost, but we still managed to have some fun. Pinstripe Bowl, right? Pinstripe Bowl.
2: Pinstripe Bowl. Wow. What was it? 20. What was it today that we were watching? The Duke Mayo Bowl and probably one of the scariest oh. mascots I've ever seen in my life. Eyebrows. It was, a, it was a, mayo, a Duke's Mayo can with eyebrows. By the way, why is it that the winning coach, I think it was the Maryland head coach, that got mm-hmm. that got Mayo dunked on his head? Shouldn't it oh. be the NC State coach that gets the Mayo dunked on his head? <laughs> yeah, I don't Nobody know if I've got ever,
0: the Mayo dunked on their
2: head. I've ever. That's a different victory. story entirely. <laughs> victory it
1: said, "Here's a great time to have Mayo dunk." That's that oh. just feels gross. Imagine mayonnaise being all over your body. Ugh, Ugh.
2: I can't. Ugh. See, now oh, there wow. you go. We pit, we fill the dunk tank with mayo at the Beach Bash.
1: There we go. Yes. Yes. Now,
2: 90 degrees. No shower oh. either, by the way. Mayo and water. That way oh, nobody God. wins, because then you got to do the show. Ooh. Like, if it we do it before be the show, and then, like, Don or Michael, because it's not going to be—I really don't think it's going to be Peter. has to sit in, in mayo-laced clothing. Oh, that's that just that, In the middle of the summer, unsanitary. the seagulls oh, will start pecking at him. Oh, this could my. be something. I like this. Let's get you're Duke Mayo. Nauseous. We're gonna get Duke Mayo on the phone.
1: You're making me <laughs> nauseous.
2: If you're keeping track at home, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, because you know everything has to have a sponsor and it doesn't make any sense, is going on right now on ESPN. Uh, South Carolina leading Notre Dame uh, by by a touchdown. Mm. Um, and of course, as you guys know, and for those of you that don't know at home, we have the four TV setup here at the station. That's right. Uh, so on ESPN two, we have the American Cornhole League. I think this is the college uh, championship. Wow. Uh, which Jacob and I have been fascinated by over the last hour. Um, <laughs> that's why I didn't get the right uh, the right intro in because I was I was Wait. busy watching Jake uh, Jake Brandon and Landon Crabtree in the uh, in the college cornhole championship in the quarterfinals. For those
1: for those keeping square at home, people are actually watching these games. Oh, I think so. Mm, you know, Dan
2: Gross is heavily invested in these college bowl games. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> the bowl
1: games where no one's playing in them.
2: Yeah, yeah, a lot of guys sitting out this year, right? Yeah. There's a lot of guys. I I, I was looking up because um, my my dad and my brother are big Notre Dame fans, and I saw their, the the top tight end for Notre Dame was, was was, talking on the sidelines in street clothes. I'm like, oh, well, he didn't feel like it was, it was necessary to play. I believe the Notre Dame quarterback transferred before all this happened, too. So, I mean, really, it's just, you know. <laughs> that sounds good. There's a lot going on there. We got NFL Network. We got NFL Network transfer. on just in case, and of course, of course. And Ty, I know you told me, so thank you for reminding me. Germany, Austria, four-one in the World Juniors out on NHL on NHL Network. So we got that going go, for four-one in the second period. This has been a fun tournament, also. But there we go. Enough about college bowl games. Enough about the World Juniors. We have big, big football games this week. Oh yes, yes football! So. They're playing football. They certainly are. And you familiar with the work of David Blow? Well, you better be. He's starting for the Arizona Cardinals against the Atlanta Falcons this week. Ooh. I think that this show has kept David Blow's career alive. It's not even the question, and I don't, and, and, and that's not even a disrespect to him, although it sounds like one.
1: Wait, uh, so what time's that game on Sunday? I
2: think that's one o'clock on Sunday.
1: They should play that five hours earlier.
0: <laughs> no, I think they should. I think they should. Um, on it the tonight. Ocho, it's pretty, yeah, should
1: be should be uh, flexed. It should be
2: flexed to where? Where are we putting it?
1: Flexed to five in the morning.
2: That that's on after um that's on after uh, Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve at Ryan Seacrest. That's the one a.m. vehicle. They don't go out to Fergie in uh, in California to to play it until until three a.m. Put it in on California.
1: tape delay. Put it on tape delay. I don't want to watch it live. Like that's the like the old game days. It's like well, watching tape delay. If you
2: missed that game, sorry, yeah, you exactly. missed out. He just missed it. But no, it's of happened. course, David Blow has to lead ENN. But no, no, no. There's a there's a massive game at MetLife. Giants, Colts win, and the Giants are in. Saquon Barkley, well aware of what's at stake.
0: We are aware of what's at stake. What I what just said. Accomplished. But you can't get lost in that. You got to keep focused on the main thing. Um, and that's coming out here. I know the record doesn't say it, but you know, they've been playing really well. Uh, really good defense over there. A lot of talented guys. And um, we got to get back to playing, you know, type of football take care of the ball, take care of little things. And, you know, if you look at throughout the course of the season, when we do that, we put ourselves in a position to win football games. And uh, that's just the focus. Try whatever we can do to win this game. And, you know, everything else is at stake. You know If you take care we you got to take care of, it. the rest will handle it, so. I don't see how the Giants lose this game. It would be very sad if they lost. I don't see how they lose this game.
2: I would be very sad.
0: How how are you losing to this Indianapolis Colts team?
2: And I, I'm on record. I've been on record since they were seven and two, saying the season's not a failure if they don't make the playoffs. Mainly uh, because I didn't uh, tie. You know how I am as a Giant fan. I did not. I don't think they are that talented. I do not think they are that good.
1: But at seven and two, and but you saw what and how many games have they won wins? since then. Yeah, but all it, oh, at seven and two. If you're gonna rightfully. Uh, give adulation in, in the direction of, of Brian Dable for, for being the coach of the year. You can't go from 7-2 and two to missing the playoffs when all it took was nine wins to get in. So, yeah, that like Michael always says, you've got to recalibrate your expectations and mm-hmm. how you view things. You look at it through a different prism as you progress through the season. St- at the start of the year, no one would have argued that it would have been a disappointment. But to get to 7-2 and two and miss the playoffs, no. but good thing it's not going to happen because you're playing probably yeah, the worst well, team I, in all the football.
2: I did not recalibrate. Um, I will say this now at this point where all you have to do is beat Indy to win, to get in, that would be disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. But what I, if I go through the end of the season and the Giants somehow do not make the playoffs, will I be that upset? Not really just because the, um, the leap that they've taken this year alone is so amazing to me considering. I think, I think I had them winning like three or four games this year, Mm-hmm. um, that to me is is what's most important now. Rick DiPietro would say on the morning, which you can start hearing him six to ten, starting January third, right here on 98.7, with this guy. We're at, let's go, Dave Rothenberg. <laughs> he would say, "You never know what's going to happen." Because ask the Raiders how they think they were going to do now that they had Devontae Adams with Derek Carr this year. Doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. No. So, but either way, big game. Wink Martindale, D coordinator for the Giants, who I've come to really like, not only for uh what he's done for the defense but just uh, his press conferences he had a message for the fans
0: what exciting times we have going right now everybody's talked about how they you know we, we want playoff football around here here's what we need we need playoff fans to show up for this game and be as loud as they can be and you know i know it's new year's day so if you have one going on on new year's eve keep it going and take it all the way through the game and i get plenty of rest and be ready to be loud on on sunday but uh, i can't wait for it it's it's going to be it's going to be exciting times here for our great fans
2: And for our guys on defense. And if you choose to bring the party, Uber or Lyft, please. If you're going to bring the party from New Year's Eve to New Year's Day, Uber or Lyft yourself to the game or take, was it NJ Transit that's over there? Yes. Take NJ Transit, do that. Don't bring the party in your own car, please.
1: Let's just hope that for the Giant fans he's calling on to be at the game, rife with energy, that somehow the Jets before that game don't trade for Lamar Jackson because there will be certain Giant fans giving their season tickets away.
2: Yeah, how about that guy, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. You never know what kind of call you're going but,
1: but to get. But keep this in mind.
0: You didn't hear, to prove my point, you didn't hear Wink Martindale say, Boy, you don't, defensive coordinators don't get much sleep when they play against Jefferson in Minnesota. You, you didn't hear any of that, did you? Yeah, nothing about that. He's not worried. He's asking for fans to come and yell and scream. What do you call it? He said, worried. He
2: said, Justin Jefferson's top two and he ain't two. That's right. <laughs> That's what he said. I yep. actually heard, guys, at breaking news, I actually know. <laughs> Oh, Uh-oh. the amount of fans that are going to be at the game on really? Sunday. 70,000 Dave Rothenbergs. <laughs> let's go! Let's go! Let's go! That's let's an exciting go! game
1: because, as I mentioned in the 3 o'clock hour, if before this season I had told you that the Giants would be playing a Week 18 matchup, so let's fast you? forward one week, mm-hmm. a Week 18 game, uh, against Philadelphia, and it wouldn't matter. You would suspect it's because the, the Giants were so bad they missed the playoffs. Right. But if they win this game, then you go into Week 18 just just chilling because you're getting ready for the playoffs, which is just outstanding considering what the expectations were coming in. Mm-hmm. you got a chance to get to the final week of the season and to be meaningless because you were that much better than what people projected you to be. So that's why Sunday you got to show up. The first time making the playoffs in six years. That that should be a party at Medlife Stadium.
2: An injury update uh, for the Giants: Aziz Ogulari questionable. Like I said, uh, I believe it was to you and uh, Dan Ty on Monday. Once, uh, oh, no, Tuesday had to have been. It would have had to have been Tuesday. Once Aziz Ogulari saw what uh, what the what the Colts offensive line did protecting Nick Foles, his ankle felt a lot better on Tuesday. <laughs> so he was going to find a way to play in this game. Um, so he is questionable, but uh, all accounts should indicate that he will play. Somebody that was a long shot to play in my mind, and and was trying to advocate for it a couple days ago. Xavier McKinney, of course, had the uh, ATV "quote unquote" accident um, when he was on uh, vacation during the. Being an accident. (sighs) No, I think it was an accident.
1: Skeptical that it was Uh, an ATV situation.
2: I know. I think again. I think it was an ATV situation. But does what he says? Was I driving? Was I not driving? Who was driving? I don't know. But bottom (laughs) line, he probably was doing something he shouldn't have done on the ATV. some guys were popping wheelies on them on on Instagram, oh. so you saw that. So to say that, like you know, he just fell off of it. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure, I'll play along. Anyway, um, you know, he he tried. He was practicing uh, very very lightly this week, and, and Dayball said it was a long shot that he would play, and he is doubtful. Um, so that would have been a nice boost for the secondary that hasn't had Jackson and McKinney, and uh, since they've been out, the secondary has not looked the same, nor has the defense. But be that as it may, again, the Giants should win this game, and and I hope that they do win this game. Um, a game you could hear right here on ninety eight seven, starting at two p.m. The coverage: Dan Grassa, Greg Buttle, Ray Dinaham bringing himself back into the studio. Um, Jets Seahawks in Seattle. No Russell Wilson though, so it, I, I don't get to play. Mister
1: Unlimited.
2: But that's okay. And Robert He's Sala... Been
1: very limited this year, though. He's been very limited. Sadly. He's
2: been Very awesome. limited. Actually, we asked Robert Sala about how Russell Wilson's what played. What the f? That's what he said. <laughs> um, but he was also asked, will you scoreboard watch this weekend? Not scoreboard, and I'm sure human nature, we're going to glance at it. But again, unless we take care of ours, it doesn't matter. And like I've said all week, the playoffs, it's not about the playoffs. It's about getting up off the mat. Had a rough December. Luckily, we get a new month. The game's happening in January, so it's take a deep breath, get off the mat, and get ready to fight. Now, Ty, you heard how excited Robert Sala was to go to Seattle on our interview with him on Monday, yeah. <laughs> which you could hear on the Michael K. Show every week. Um, I think that's the right approach because, like he said, you don't—you have not earned yourself the right to worry about other people now. You still have to worry about yourself. You have me, to win your games on top of other people helping you out.
1: Let me ask you a question, though, and this is for both you and Larry. Please. What What's the difference— I feel like I have a, a pretty good command of the English language. Sure. What's the difference between scoreboard watching and glancing? <laughs> you said, I'm not going to scoreboard watch. Probably glance.
2: Hey, is the scoreboard working? Oh, yeah, I see it. Okay, I see lights. All right, Same good. Thing. We're good.
1: He's, they, of course, they're going to be watching what's happening. And, yeah, you want to be dialed into the game, but you're rooting hard for Miami to, to beat New England this weekend.
0: What time is that game?
1: I think those are do, That's a one o'clock start. If I'm so not he'll mistaken, he'll already
0: know. Exactly, so he won't have to watch the scoreboard. He'll know going in. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna know going in. He's gonna know. So that's why. That's why he won't. Yeah, that's one He's o'clock. not gonna watch the scoreboard because the meaningful the games that he's got will be over at once. So is he? The is he trying one. to? So he'll
2: know. When, so when coaches say that and the games aren't on at the same time, are they implying that we don't even look at? We don't even check our ESPN app and look at what the score is. <laughs> we have no idea if this game television. means anything to us or not.
1: Oh, so this actually just—I mean, I'm glad you made that point about the time of the game. If the Dolphins win on Sunday at 1, the Jets play at 4, that means the Jets go into their their, very—the Jets go into their game controlling their destiny.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So right now, they don't control their own destiny. But if that game finishes before the Jets take the field, they will— in theory, control their. There's own a destiny.
2: chance they control, right? Because what has yeah. to happen is it New England, New England loss or a Miami loss? No, New, in-
1: New England has to lose right. one of these two games to end the season. Mm-hmm. The Miami game, you- the Miami losing part of it, you will take care of yourself in Week 18 because you play them head to right. head. Right,
2: exactly. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, so essentially, don't yeah. Know. So you won't have to look at the scoreboard. board. But again, no scoreboard. more incentive needed than if you know we have to keep winning our games anyway. Absolutely. So gotta gotta go beat Seattle. And you know who's gonna be ready? That'd be the defense. Jeff Ulbrich told us so.
0: This defense absolutely has expectation to dominate every time we're on the field, regardless of circumstance. We play this game to go to the playoffs, to win it all, to win a Super Bowl. Absolutely. But I think sometimes when you look at the game in that way and you start looking ahead, we all know that can be trouble. You know, so the guys are, I absolutely believe they're hyper-focused on this game. It's all that matters. And they do believe that defenses win championships and are absolutely necessary to win, especially in December, January, and February.
2: I know we've gotten on this defense for a couple of drives on this recent skid the Jets have had, but without the play of this defense, I mean this this team's in a completely different stratosphere this year. No.
0: No, and Zach Wilson's probably playing, <laughs> right? <laughs> because they would be they would be just trying to develop their quarterback if the defense wasn't playing the way they played. Yeah. The only thing I want from this defense this week, Ty, Anthony, get off the field on third down. That's all. That's all I want. I'm, the long drives; these things happen. Get off the field on third down. That's all, if you do that, you will be in. You will have a great chance to win this game. Seems simple enough, no? Yeah, very simple. Get off the field.
1: Yeah, um, I'm. I'm. I gotta admit, the closer we get to the game, I, I get more nervous just thinking about Mike White never having been in this situation before. Must win against you know a, a team that's lost five of six games. So uh, like, it's like dueling thoughts. Mike White scares me just because he's never been in a situation before. But the Seahawks have been so bad lately that would be this would be a same old Jets game if they lose.
2: Here's what uh, I don't think you have to worry about a tie. I really don't. As, as confident as you guys are in the Giants, I, I really do think the Jets are going to win this game.
1: I hope so. I
0: think they're going to win too. But here's what scares me, and this is what really this is what really puts doubt in Ty's mind. What happens if White gets hit?
1: Well in comes Joe Flacco who looked like he rolled out of bed. And that's that's what annoyed me more than the fumble, to be honest. hmm The the look.
0: He was almost like, like um when Michael Vick had to come in the game for the Jets. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, I'm just supposed to be
1: the backup
0: <laughs> <laughs> I- It's like he wasn't ready to play. He wasn't ready. I
1: I remember in in college I played intramural softball, Mm -hmm. and the game was about to be called because the other team didn't have enough people. Uh, So all we needed was to, to get one more person to come play. So I literally had to drag one of my friends out of her room to come to the softball field and, and like she had just rolled out of bed that's how it looked like Joe Joe Flacco was this pat or that that game against that's Buffalo
2: That's not nice Like he
1: had gotten dragged like during he wasn't at the stadium during the game <laughs> <laughs> once Mike White went out they had to physically go to his place to drag him out of bed to get into that ballpark just
2: taking shots at Joe Flacco No just how he looked Well
0: he was inactive he's like oh, I'm not playing was, anymore wasn't. I'm good I'm not playing anymore. I'm just getting my check on the 5th on the 1st and the 15th. I'm good.
1: But they I'm might good. need him on Sunday. I mean, what do you if mean we get not to... Got
0: to play, well, he he at least he took reps this week, I would think as the backup. Oh
1: man, Larry. And of course they got that.
0: the package of plays for Streppler. He's Oh, ready I would to go like to. that.
1: I would like that to see him, you know, do some some goofiness in the red zone.
0: Anything to get some points in the red zone, right? You'll do anything <laughs> right now to get some anything. points in the red
2: zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Well, Mike, one of the main reasons, guys, that the Jets are even in this situation is because Green Bay on Christmas beat Miami. That's right. So Mike LaFleur. Brother of Matt, the coach of the Green Bay Packers, was asked, "Was the Green Bay win the best gift your brother ever got you for Christmas?"
0: I don't know if he's ever given me a Christmas present, so. but on the, f- really? but on the uh, yeah, that was a good gift for all of us. So I'm not gonna say it's just for me. It was for all of us. It was cool, you know. I was obviously we were off because we played the Thursday, and just be able to sit back and watch that with my wife and be pretty stoic throughout. But when they got the W, you know, it was probably the first smile I had all weekend.
2: You never he got was your Christmas not stoic gift
0: throughout. He was not stoic throughout.
2: Never got a mug. Oh, come
0: on. And he's gotten a gift from his brother, too. I mean, really. Yeah, what, what do you mean I have liked what he
2: got? That's so he's right. gotten a gift. But, hey, I'm sure that in the LaFleur if I mean, listen, the LaFleur household will be thrilled if both teams manage to make the playoffs. Uh, the oh, the if they way... both
1: get to the Super Bowl, how about that? Oh Well, who do you root for that then? That would
2: be man. interesting.
0: That would that, that would be interesting.
1: That's like when the when the Niners and uh, the Ravens were both in the Super Bowl, the Harbowl. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Really.
2: Any really. family members gonna wear the half jerseys? Because mm-hmm. we've seen that. Oh, that's yes, we have.
1: Do you think that you because everyone says, "Well, I'm just rooting for a good game." Like well, everyone has fun, but I'm saying, like, don't you naturally? I've never watched a game where, even if I didn't go into it rooting for someone, like because of how the game played out, something happened. I ended up rooting for a team.
2: Oh, Larry, so I can go, get Ty in trouble here. Don't, don't you? Do what don't do you it. mean? You, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, go ahead. Everyone has Wait. a favorite kid, right, Ty? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: no, no, not, especially not this early. Um, but don't you naturally like? One start of them's not going to like, gonna remember away? the
2: conversation. You can tell us. Don't worry, we're amongst friends, and the thousands I, listening. Hope you I all have a Promise
1: you, I, I love both of my kids the same.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael's so disappointed in you right now.
1: Has he ever admitted on air that he He's never admitted one which one, but
2: he says every parent has a favorite kid. <laughs> I don't know. I
1: mean, it's still so soon in the game. My kid's, what, three weeks old? Right. My, my, my second kid, three weeks
2: old? You could chalk it up as too much coquito. That's fine. Look, this is... <laughs> I mean, well,
0: listen. Who, which child has given you, which one has given you more sleep? Was it the first one or this one?
1: Uh, my oldest. No,
0: that's what he likes
2: better. You know, because there could be a ranking. Look, it doesn't have to necessarily be best and worst. There could be a ranking system. Sure, yeah, there's like power things- rankings in the NFL every week, and and like and some that. teams make changes. And mm-hmm. it's like when know? 2K
1: does ratings; they do like different categories. Like yes. this person's good at ball handling. Well, this person's right. a good shooter. Okay, one one of
2: that. my sons played with all his toys and kept everything nice and neat. One of them kept me up till four in the morning. I, you know what? We we I'm look a, at the film and we get better.
0: I love them both, but I'm partial to the
2: one that that put their their toys away.
1: (laughs) We continue to improve.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Any doubt that Lamar Jackson uh, was going to play this week was put to bed. He is out. Um, Tyler Huntley gets another start. I'm sure that NBC was thrilled that they flexed that game now. Must be the money. For Sunday Night Football. That's a bad one. Um, No, uh, Jalen Hurts. I believe Jalen Hurts is doubtful. And Adam Schefter tweeted out that anybody with a doubtful designation this late in the week has not played. Jalen Hurts probably will not play. He's uh, doubtful for the rest of the regular season. That would be, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope uh, you know what he he might he might as well be doubtful for Week 18. Why not? Um, Why wouldn't he be? Gardner Minshew once oh, again, baby. Who I say I, I you know I would say did not play too poorly last week against the Cowboys.
0: No, this is first time for the season, right? He hadn't played.
2: You know what I forgot to do, guys? Shout out to Aaron Boone because he he pushed last night because it was a 14-point really? spread. And the Cowboys just decided to not run up the score. So it was 27-13. So Aaron That's Boone ends the right season 9-6-1. and one. He's done a great job. Uh, look, it was, it, was, it, was, it was better.
1: Why is the season over for Boone?
2: Thursday nights is what he picks. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's a good. And point. him and
2: Don have the texting relationship. Look, I'm sure that Aaron would be happy to give. Look, if we. Uh, I don't need him and Andrew picking Eagles every week. Okay. Wait, uh,
1: what but why can't he now go into you know picking games the rest of the way? I think, Buna, I think now. we should get Boone. I think we should
2: get Boone on the phone. Listen,
1: the the Jabba rules. He's got an innings limit. <laughs>
2: uh, listen, general, it's general soreness. General soreness from picking. So he might have to take you know he might have to take the rest of the year off. We don't know. Okay. Well, um you, get, you know what? When when we get back on Tuesday, we'll work it out with Don. Don'll text Aaron. Uh, Maybe Peter. They're text buddies now, too.
1: Yeah, I think he should keep picking games. He's doing well. Why, why okay. stop here?
2: Somebody had a busy day yesterday, guys. Who was um, that? A Buccaneer quarterback. Not the one you're thinking of, I'm sure. Uh, Blaine Gabbert. Um, <laughs> just after 5 p.m. Thursday in Tampa, a helicopter carrying a pilot and three passengers crashed upon approaching Peter O'Knight Airport, and two jet skis arrived within minutes to help save those involved in the crash. One of them... Driven by Gabbert, who helped bring the family to land, and everyone thankfully made it out safely.
1: Wow, that's scary. that's a that's a great story, man. Shout out to Blaine Gabbert for that.
2: Shout out to wow. Blaine Gabbert and his jet ski. Nice. I don't think uh, Gabbert
1: out here saving lives.
2: I don't think you're. I don't think when you're jet skiing in the middle of Tampa, you're thinking, you know, what I really could do today? I'm gonna save people's lives that that uh, out of a horrifying helicopter crash. Wow. So good for that's Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, absolutely. Nice it's job. nice for it's nice for a Bucks quarterback to have a good week, right?
1: Oh, how <laughs> dare you take I'm shots! <laughs> well, Brady won his last game.
2: He did. He did.
1: Beat mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Thrilling yeah. comeback. Could and, win that and, division. And win that
2: that that daunting NFC South.
1: <laughs> Which, by the way, can also be won by Sam Darnold. Isn't that amazing? Unbelievable.
2: We can live in a world where Sam Darnold and Geno Smith both make the playoffs, and neither oh, no. play for the Jets anymore.
1: <laughs> and then the Jets miss the playoffs. No,
2: I think they're making it. I really <laughs> oh, do. Man. I oh, think they man. are. I think Mike White. I think the the return of Mike White is going to make. And how about all
1: this? Games. Teddy Bridgewater, also former Jet quarterback, right. making the playoffs. That could be. Well, they'd be relying on Jem- him.
2: <laughs> they need. Yeah. They need Teddy. We need to, they need Teddy for need one Teddy week. One week they need him. You need but Teddy then we need Sunday, Teddy baby. to
1: lose the week after.
2: Yeah. Well, look, it's a it's a love hate relationship once you once you leave someone. Well, you do Come the same now.
0: thing. You do, you do the same thing you did when he played them here. He was supposed to play,
2: got hurt. And he had the third string quarterback came in. It'd
0: be the same thing.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's end on this story Um, I'll just read the headline and you all know what it's about NBA suspends 11 players involved in the Magic Pistons altercation I'm sure you guys have seen this Uh, Pistons guard Killian Hayes has been suspended 3 games without pay Magic center Moritz Wagner 2 games without pay and Pistons guard Hamadou Diallo 1 game without pay for their roles in an on-court altercation in addition 8 other Magic players guards Cole Anthony RJ Hampton, Gary Harris and Kavon Harris, no relation I don't think Forwards Admiral Schofield and Franz Wagner, I can imagine why he'd be involved. And centers Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. have each been suspended one game. Who's playing for Orlando without How did pay? did
1: and Hayes only get three games for for Deacon. For
2: cold cocking someone in the back of the head
1: in the back of the head. I mean, with the NBA as as much as I love this league, it's never been more soft when it comes to stuff like that. To only get three games that that shocked me.
2: Did you hear that? Did you hear the Detroit PA guy? By the way, oh, yeah. Everyone stay in your seat. He saw something. <laughs> He was he, thinking back, he was, he was like, Oh flashbacks.
1: no. <laughs> Malice in the Palace
2: Part yeah. two. Um, yep. Um like, but oh it, God. but no, that was I mean you don't look, guys, I I mean I like hockey. And so so people just drop the gloves and punch each other in the face, and that's kind of part of the game. So it's not jarring. That was to see what happened there was, was pretty jarring.
1: Well, you game. said you like hockey.
2: I like hockey. So why
1: do your why are your picks so bad?
2: Oh. well, that's a good point. That's a great
1: point. You don't like hockey.
2: <sighs> wow. <No>, Another <that's sighs> shot. Yeah. Ten games. I need to team. learn from Ty, who who knows much more hockey than I do.
1: You want me to give you an ice pick?
2: Want an ice pick? It's a short slate. It's a short slate. It's a short slate tonight.
1: I can give you one right now. Are you now. gonna
2: try? We don't even have the sponsor. Are you gonna try and break the ice pick streak?
1: I'm gonna tonight? do it right here. You ready?
2: Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Let's go with okay. The Devils tonight to win out, right?
2: Oh, in Pittsburgh.
1: <laughs> There we go.
2: Devils to win outright. Is this, uh, you know uh, what? I think we're, we're going to have to count this. I think we're going to have to count this as possibly breaking the streak. So it's Devils outright minus 105 against the Penguins. Ty has a nice pick. And with that, I think that'll do it, guys. That's going to do it for ENN on this Friday evening. Very
0: nice job. Nice job, guys. Nice job. Nice job